Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Mark Pulley with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. We are in towards the end of the 12th month, oh, December, and just like everybody else throughout the nation, everybody's freezing, everybody's going through a cold uh, chill. Um, even in Florida here, <clears throat> this morning we woke up and it was in the 30s. So praise Yahweh, we shall overcome. And today we're going to talk about Yahshua, the man, the son of Yahweh, and that we're going to see what the scripture has to say, whether or not he is God or a mighty one or Elohim, is he on the same level as the Heavenly Father, as Yahweh? And most of us have been reared up in our thinking that Yahshua is Elohim, is a mighty one, or is a God, and we worship him as God, as a mighty one, on the same level as Yahweh, as the Heavenly Father. And we need to examine that doctrine. We need to examine that teaching, that understanding which most of us received when we were in pagan Christianity. Now we know pagan Christianity for the most part believes that there is a God called the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They believe there are three gods in one where there are no scriptures that talk about a trinity. There was an added scripture in the Apostle John's writings that wasn't in the original text that talked about the Father, uh, the Word, and the Spirit. But that wasn't in the original text. And something else we always need to go back to. If you don't find what you think is biblical in the Torah, in the prophets, in the Psalms, chances are it is something that was added by Constantine and the translators to reinforce their Babylonian, pagan thinking and belief system to believe in multiple gods. If you look at all the uh, nations of the world, they all believe in multiple deities. They all believe in multiple deities, except for one, and that is Israel. Before 
Israel became Yah's chosen people, they too were following paganism and worshiping many gods or many Elohims or many mighty ones. And when Yahweh called them out, he began to instruct them concerning that there is only one Elohim, one Most High, one Mighty One. You know, just like I've harassed my wife over, you know, in sports, there's only one Super Bowl team per year. There is only one NBA champion per year. There is only one Major League Baseball champion per year. You can't have the Most High uh, in spiritual things, and it include more than one. Just like you can't include uh, more than one Super Bowl champion in one year. There is no ties. There is no equality. There is one Super Bowl champion. There is one NBA champion. And there is only one uh, Major League Baseball champion. And the same goes with hockey and so on and so forth. Let's start out in Deuteronomy 6. And as we're turning there, I just want to again say how much I appreciate everybody's following our, our page, our teachings, um, part of our group, all the comments, all the teachings that people share, the comments, the prayers, the support, the encouragement, and may Yahweh increase his shalom upon you and bless you beyond what you could think or ask. All right, in Deuteronomy 6.4, and when I came out of Christianity and I came into Torah, this verse just settled it. I didn't need a hundred verses to figure it out. This just made sense. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh, our Elohim, is one Yahweh. Not two, not three. This defeats the um, principle of Christianity that there are three gods. No. He said there's only one, one Yahweh. And the other thing that helped me is when I read through the epistles and the greetings that Peter and Paul and James and everyone else, Titus, everybody, gave when they started their epistles, it all said uh, that may Yahweh bless you. And well, here let's just let's just turn to one and we'll we'll read it real real quickly. I don't want to just go off my memory because sometimes I misquote it. Go to Romans one, and we'll see what Paul says. Romans one and verse one it says, Paul, a servant of Yeshua, called to be an apostle separated unto the good news of Elohim, Yah, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son Yahshua, Messiah, our master, which was according, which was made of the seed of David 
according to the flesh and declared to be the son of Yahweh. Notice it doesn't say that he is equal to Yahweh or that he is God, but that he is declared to be the son of Yahweh with power according to the spirit. All right. Now that doesn't mention the father's name. Let's just turn to another epistle and let's go to Corinthians. And it says, Paul, verse chapter 1, verse 1, Paul called to be an apostle of Yeshua Messiah through the will of Elohim and Sostinus, so our brother, unto the assembly of Yahweh, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Yeshua, called to be saints with all that in every place call upon the name of Yeshua our Master, both theirs and ours, grace be unto you, and peace from Yahweh our Father, and from Master Yeshua the Messiah. So we see here that, and if you just look at every epistle, it's going to bring about that Paul addressed them, or Peter addressed them, or James addressed them, or Titus addressed them from Yahweh and Yeshua the Messiah. And what we want to establish is that Yahweh is the true Elohim. Yahweh is the Most High. And that Yahshua is the Son of the Most High. He is not the God, and he never, Yeshua never said he was God, or Elohim, or the Mighty One. He never said that he was to be worshipped. He always pointed to Yahweh as the true Elohim. Here, let's look in the Gospel of John, in Yeshua's own words, John 17 and verse number 3. Now, <clears throat> it is perfectly fine to worship Yeshua as the Son of the Most High, as the Son of Elohim, and what He did for you and me on the stake and when Yahweh resurrected Him. Something else that I've been chewing on for a number of weeks and going through the Scriptures is, you know, I used to believe... John 1.1, 1, 1, which says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we were taught in Christianity that the Word is the Messiah. 
But when you look up in the original language, the word, the word, word means the logos. And the logos means Yahweh's voice, Yahweh's commandments, Yahweh's instructions. It does not refer in any way, shape, fashion, or form to another deity. And when it says in verse 14 that the word became flesh, what it's really saying is what Yahweh spoke concerning the Messiah, what Yahweh commanded concerning the Messiah became human, took on the form of something physical. Just like when he promises by his stripes you are healed or in uh, Exodus 15, 26, that if you obey his laws and commandments and statutes, that Yahweh the healer, not Yeshua, Yahweh the healer will not put any of these diseases upon you. And so we see that it was Yahweh that healed. And remember it said in Acts 10, 38, how Yahweh anointed Yeshua of Nazareth, which was referring to the man Yeshua, with his spirit and with power, and that Yeshua went about doing good, restoring to normal all those that were oppressed of the devil, for Yahweh was with him. They didn't say he did it because he was Yahweh, or that you know, Yahweh or that Yeshua was a deity or the second person of the Godhead. No, it said that Yahweh healed through Messiah Yeshua by his spirit and by his power because Yahweh was with him. And so I had to readjust and restudy this concerning, because I used to believe that Yeshua was the Word. And then I ran across a Hebraic brother who taught this in such great detail, and he took both sides of the spectrum, because there are scriptures that seem to be saying two different things. But remember what Paul said. I believe it's either 2 Timothy, I think it's 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, or 1 Timothy 2, verse 15. It says to study, to show yourself approved, a workman that needs to rightly, correctly divide the word of truth. Now, when Paul said that there was no New Testament, there was only the Torah and the prophets and the Psalms. But he said we need to rightly divide, discern what the scripture is saying. And the more you understand and see things through Hebrew eyes and through the Hebraic scriptures and research them in the original language, the more you will understand that the Greek teaching of Constantine and Catholicism and Christianity, many things that we thought 
and understood to be one way is simply not saying what we think it's saying and it needs to be researched and it needs to be rightly divided by the word of truth. Now, this is going to be a, a buster, but Yeshua did not begin to exist until Yahweh's spirit came upon Mary in her womb and planted a seed from Yahweh and she gave the Messiah birth. So Yeshua's beginning started in the book of Matthew through the birth of Mary. Now, when you read Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, it says that in times past, Yahweh spoke through the prophets. Didn't say through the Messiah. Didn't say through the son of Elohim. It said that in times past, and we know that's the original covenant, that Yahweh spoke through Messiah. Why? Yahshua didn't exist yet. And see, that sometimes even now, that's a hard one to wrap around because you go to other scriptures and it appears to be saying that Yeshua created this or he did this or he did this. But when you understand what was being said, it's not Yeshua, it's Yahweh. And then Hebrews 1 says, verse 1, that in these last days that Yahweh spoke to us through his son, Yahshua HaMashiach. So we know that in the original covenant, Yahweh spoke only through Yahweh, through the prophets. And in these last days, which started after the birth of the Messiah, then Yahweh spoke through his son. So when Yeshua said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments, he was speaking on behalf of Yahweh. That we need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. That we need, that if we love the Father, and if we love the Son, that we will obey his commandments. Now, when you go through all of the New Testament, when, they, when the writer was introducing something and he said, grace and peace be unto you from the Father and his Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, always notice what is missing. There is nothing referenced or even said about Yahweh's Spirit. There is no third person of the Trinity called the Holy Spirit. He is not God. In John chapter 4, Yahshua said that Yahweh is spirit. He's not a human. He's not a man. Yahshua is a man. But Yahweh is not a man. He's not an individual person. He is a spirit. He is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That also tells me that you can try to worship him not in truth. 
with pagan customs. But that will not be received or accepted by, by Yahweh. So we're seeing here that there is Yahweh, the, El, the Most High, Elohim, the Mighty One. There is no one greater. And His Son, Yahshua, and as far as man is concerned, there is no one greater. And even Yahshua said that there is one greater than Him in referencing Yahweh, the Heavenly Father. And so we see here that Trinity, that the Spirit is the third person of the Godhead, does not hold water. And even Yahshua is not the third per, or the second person in the Godhead. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of Yahweh, the Son of Elohim. And Yahweh has given him and elevated him and gave him a name that is above every name. And he's also given him a throne. It's not the same throne as Yahweh's throne because Yahweh is the Most High, but Yahweh has elevated the Son of Man because He obeyed His commandments, went to the tree, was crucified, and Yahweh resurrected Him from the dead and gave Him a name that is above every name. Yahshua humbled Himself and became obedient unto death became obedient unto death. And so Yahshua, I mean Yahweh, exalted him, Philippians 2, verses 9 through 11 say. And then in Ephesians, Paul said that he's been lifted up high above all principality, power, might, and dominion in every name that is named. He's not lifted up above the name of Yahweh. Yahweh, the Creator, Yahweh, our Heavenly Father, Yahweh, the Most High, is the Most High. And like I said, there's only one Super Bowl champion. And His name, spiritually speaking, is Yahweh. He is the Great I Am. And I, I know we can find a lot of scriptures that appear to be saying that Yeshua is Yahweh. But, but, you know, when you look at the other scriptures, if that was accurate, who did Yeshua pray to in the garden? He said, Heavenly Father. Who did Yeshua tell us in Matthew 6, this is how to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeshua did not say his name, he said the Father's name. We are to exalt the Father's name, Yahweh. We are to worship the Father's name, Yahweh. We are to honor the Father's name, Yahweh. Yeshua never said to bow down to Him or to bow down to His name. Yahweh never said to bow down to Yeshua's name. It's Yahweh's name. And in that verse that I quoted earlier, Philippians 2, 9 through 11, it says that Yahweh exalted him, gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess <coughs> that <coughs> Yeshua is Elohim. 
And that doesn't mean he's Yahweh. It means he is a mighty one. He's just not the mighty one. All right. John 17, 3. I got so many scriptures and I see that I've already gone through half my time. And so, you know, I'm just going to have to hit a few of them and you're going to have to do your research and just take this, think about it, pray about it, research it, so on and so forth. But in John chapter 17, verse 3, Yeshua said, this is eternal life or life eternal, that you may know the, the only true Elohim. He said the only he didn't say one of them. He said the only true Elohim and Yahshua the Messiah whom Yahweh sent. So he said, this is life eternal that you may know, have personal relationship with the true Elohim, which is Yahweh. His name is not G-O-D. That's just a title. And all pagan deities are called G-O-D. And all pagan titles are even called Elohim. Or Mighty One. But what separates them is the name. And the name of the Most High, or the Almighty, is Yahweh. And Yahshua, the Messiah whom Yahweh sent. Now, in Matthew 1.21, we this is about the birth of the Messiah, the beginning of the Messiah, the beginning of the Messiah, and the angel came to Joseph and told him that what was in Mary was conceived by Yahweh's Ruach, the Spirit, and that he is to name her their son. Yahshua. Yah is salvation. That's what Yahshua means. Yah is salvation. All right, here's another good verse. I'm going to go a little quick. So if you need to pause the video or the podcast, you know, to look up the scriptures and then, you know, hit replay, feel free to do so. 1 Timothy 2 and 5. Now see, the early believers understood this, that there is only one true Elohim. There is only one Most High, and His name was Yahweh. Just like we read at the beginning, out of Isaiah 6-4, and Yahshua even quoted that. Um, I wrote that down somewhere in my notes. I believe in the book of Mark. Yep, Mark 12-29. Yahshua says, Hear, O Israel, Yahweh, our Elohim, is one. So again, just like I've always been teaching you, that if, you, if, it's, if it's biblical, you're going to find in the renewed covenant, you're going to find that scripture or that principle in the Torah. And Yeshua quoted the Torah in Mark 29, that Yahweh is one. He's not two. He's not three. But Yahweh is one. And this doesn't take anything away from Yahshua. Yahshua is our Redeemer as well as Yahweh. Because Yahweh put his name in Yahshua. And Yahweh 
is our Savior. Yeshua is our Savior by name. All right? All right. 1 Timothy 2.5 says, There is one mighty one, and there is one mediator. Two different people. Two different names. Between Yahweh and men. The man, notice it says the man, it doesn't say the deity, doesn't say the mighty one, doesn't say the God, Messiah Yeshua. So it says, Paul is saying, see Paul understood this, Paul understood Torah. We're just beginning to learn about these things. There is one Elohim and there is one mediator between Yahweh and men, the man, Messiah, Yeshua. It doesn't say the God or the Elohim or the Mighty One. It says the man. Now look in Acts 2 and verse 22 and 23. Acts 2 and verse 22 and 23. Let me just pull it up here real quickly on my phone. So we read the whole thing. It says, Ye men of Israel, hear these words, Yeshua of Nazareth, a man approved of Yahweh, not a God, not a deity. This is Peter explaining what was taking place. Yeshua of Nazareth, a man approved of Yahweh among you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which Yahweh did by him or through him. How Yahweh anointed Yeshua of Nazareth with his spirit and with power, who went about doing good, bringing healing to all those oppressed of the devil, for Yahweh was with him. See, Yahweh did the signs, wonders, and miracles. Yahweh healed the sick. Yahweh healed the, the blind. Yahweh resurrected the dead. Yahweh cast out demons. Yahweh multiplied loaves and fishes through his spirit and through his man, his, his son, Yahshua HaMashiach. See how many times we've read that and we didn't grasp it. I know many times for myself. All right. Again, this is referring. Yahshua is the son of Yahweh. He is not a Elohim. He is not the mighty one. He's not the most high. Yahweh is the most high. Remember, Yahshua said in his own words that you may know the one only true Elohim, the Father, Yahweh. All right, look in uh, Matthew 3, 17. This was when Yeshua was being baptized by John and Yahweh said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now Yahweh could have said anything he wanted to at that moment. He could have said, this is God. Worship him. This is the Most High. This is me manifested in the flesh. 
But he didn't say that. See, we have to look at what is said. And it says, this is my beloved son. He came from Yahweh's loins when the seed was planted into Mary. And then Mary gave him birth. Gave him his earthly beginning. Okay, look in Acts chapter 17, verse 31. It says, And he has set a day when he will judge the world by the man, Yahshua HaMashiach. Doesn't say God, doesn't say deity. Doesn't say Elohim, doesn't say the Mighty One. But it says, by the man, Yahshua HaMashiach. See, when I read those, it just, it just, it causes me to pause and to think and to say, wow. Now remember what Yeshua said in, in the Gospel of Mark concerning the parable of the sower. He said that if you receive his laws and commandments, his instructions, then those laws and commandments or instructions will produce a hundredfold. But if you don't fully receive them and it's mixed and you have a lot of teaching in you that shouldn't be in you that maybe you learned from pagan Christianity or you've learned from other false religions, it may only produce 30 or 60 fold. And see, we need to get past that 30, 60 fold and get that line of teaching that would uh, hinder Yahweh's pure word from producing a hundredfold so that we can become a hundredfold believer when we hear the Torah, when we hear Yahweh's instructions, that we just receive it. We receive it like a sponge. We don't question it. We don't doubt it. We're not in unbelief over it. We don't argue to hold on to our old position. We just receive it and let Yahweh's Spirit teach us in the days, weeks, months, and years to come concerning what He's instructing us. All right. Um, Romans 5.15, it talks about that sin came into the world through the man Adam. How much more did Yahweh's grace and the gift that came by one man, Yahshua HaMashiach. Again, notice, one man, not one deity. And then Numbers 23, 19, it says, Yahweh is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man. Clearly right says there in, in the Torah that Yahweh, first off, is not a man, but he is a spirit. We see that Yeshua taught us that in John 4. And then it says, that Yahweh is not a son of man. Yeshua is the son of man. 
Yeshua is the Son of Man. He is not an Elohim. He is not God like the, the one true Yahweh. He's not... I know all of us that might be going, Whoa! But anyways, Hosea 11.9 says, For I am Yahweh and not man. For I am Yahweh... And then Yahweh says, I am not man. The Holy One among you. Alright? Yeshua is a man. He is the only man who is Savior, Redeemer, Healer, Mediator, Master. Here's something to think about. Did Yeshua ever call himself Yahweh? Did Yahshua, when he was asked, tell us if you are Yahweh or if you are God? He never answered it. Did Yahweh ever give any words, prophetic words by the prophets that said that Yahshua would be equal to Yahweh? The answer is no. And see, this is where Christianity and many other have added to the word when they have claimed that Yeshua was Yahweh or is Yahweh or that he is the second uh, person of the Godhead. Yahweh is the Father, the true Elohim. There are there are no other gods. The Torah says there is only one Elohim and his name is Yahweh. Look, look in, uh, uh, oh, I read that one to you. James 2.19. He said, you believe Yahweh is one, you do well. You believe Yahweh is one, you do well. Uh, Deuteronomy uh, 4.35 says, Yahweh is one. There is no other besides him. So when it says there is no other besides him, it means what it says, there is no other beside him. If Yeshua was equal to Yahweh, that would mean that this scripture is inaccurate, or this scripture has been changed when Malachi said that Yahweh changes not, and in the book of Hebrews it says that Yahweh is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeshua is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hasn't changed. Hasn't changed. The Torah hasn't changed. And when it says Yahweh is Elohim and there is no other, it means what it says. Look in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 39. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 39. It says, there is no Elohim besides me. And if he says there is no Elohim besides me, he means there is no Elohim besides me. And again, this, don't, this doesn't 
remove the importance of the Son of Yahweh, Yeshua, because without him, we would not have been redeemed. He took our sin. He took our curses. He took our infirmities. And he is the mediator between us and Yahweh. And it's Yahweh that had to accept the sacrifice of the Son on our behalf. And so we are not putting down or not saying that Yeshua is not important or does not deserve to be honored, revered, or worshipped for being the son of Yahweh. We are saying that he should not be worshipped equal to Yahweh because even in Yeshua's words, he is not equal to Yahweh. He is not equal to Yahweh. He said there is only one Elohim, only one true Elohim, and that is Yahweh. Look in, um, and I mean, there's a lot of scriptures that says that there is no Elohim besides Yahweh. Here's a few of them. 2 Samuel 7.22 says the same thing. There is no Elohim besides you. 1 Chronicles 17.20 says the same thing. Psalm 83.18 says that they may know that you alone whose name is Yahweh, are the Most High over all the earth. The psalmist said that they may know you, that you alone, whose name is Yahweh, are the Most High over all the earth. It doesn't say Yeshua. Even though Yahweh's name is in Yeshua, it doesn't make Yeshua Yahweh, and it doesn't make him equal to Yahweh. It says the same thing in Psalm 86, 10, Isaiah 44 and 6. Here, let's just read this. Um, Isaiah 45 and verse number 18. Isaiah 45 and verse number 18. It says, For thus saith Yahweh that created the heavens. Who created the heavens? Yahweh. Elohim himself that formed the earth and made it. Who created it? But doesn't it say in John chapter 1 that the Word in Him was life and that He created all things? Yeah, the Word is Yahweh's voice, Yahweh's commandments. And when Yahweh spoke, it's His commandments, and it's His commandments that created the heaven and the earth. Have you ever thought in Matthew uh, 4 and Luke 4, when Yahshua was being tempted by the devil, and the devil said to Yeshua, if 
you be the son of Elohim. If you be the son of Yahweh, throw yourself off this cliff. And then he misquoted the scripture. And Yeshua said that we are to worship Yahweh alone. Have you ever wondered why the enemy ceased in the temptation when Yeshua quoted the Torah? Because the Torah, Yahweh's commandments, Yahweh's voice, Yahweh's instructions are so full of Yahweh and his authority and power that there is nothing greater. And the enemy has to stop because in a sense, Yahweh's commandments are a mighty one or a God or a Elohim. Because when Yahweh spoke, it was his commandment, his voice. What was spoken was created. Remember what the prophet said in Isaiah 55, that his word will not return to him void. It's not speaking of Yeshua. It's speaking of his voice, of his laws, of his commandments, of his instructions, will not return to him void until it accomplishes where it was sent and what it was sent to do. And in a sense, his word, his voice is equal to God, to Yahweh. And when it said, his word became flesh and dwelt among us, it was his word, his commandment, his voice that he spoke concerning the Messiah that would be birthed through a virgin. It became flesh. It became human. It became a reality. Hallelujah. That is why when Yahshua spoke in Luke 4 and Matthew 4, what, and he contradicted and he came against the enemy's lies and deceptions and trickery that the enemy had to bow. Because Yahweh's word, Yahweh's voice is powerful. Yahweh's voice is equal and is almost like a God to the demonic world. And they know they must bow. They know there is no one greater than Yahweh. Yahweh and his word, Yahweh and his voice, Yahweh and his commandments are one. Just as Yahweh and Yeshua, Yeshua said, and, and the epistles say, are one. There's not separate beings. They are one. Yahweh is the most high. 
and Yahweh's name is in the son that, that, that makes him the son of Yahweh, but he's not equal to Yahweh in deity form, so to speak. But his word, and seeing this, when I understood this, I understood that John 1.1 is not referring to the Messiah. It's referring to Yahweh's instructions, Yahweh's laws and commandments, Yahweh's voice. Why we believed in Torah, what Christianity and Constantine has got us to believe since the fourth century that the word is the Messiah. It's not. If you look up the Greek word for the word, it's the logos, which is Yahweh's written word. It's his voice. It's his commandments. And see that, that there alone is a revelation and is worthy to be researched and just, you know, to just keep going over it and 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 over it until faith comes in your heart and you see it. And once you see it, it will put other scriptures in perspective where it reveals that Yahweh, the eternal one, the almighty one, the most high is the one and only true Elohim and he is the creator. All right. For thus saith Yahweh that created the heavens, Elohim himself that formed the earth and made it, he has established it. It didn't say we, it said he has established it. He created it, not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am Yahweh. And there is none else. There is no one else. Wow. I mean, that just says it all. That just says it all. In Ephesians 4, 6, and see, the renewed assembly understood this. Paul said, there is only one Elohim and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. There is only one Elohim. He did not say two. He said one. Here's some other out of the renewed covenant as we begin to wind down. 1 Corinthians 8, 6. Yet for us there is one Elohim. That was, he was talking about those that were in Torah, those that have received the Messiah. There is only one Elohim, the Father, from whom all things and for whom we exist, and one Master. There is one Elohim, one Master, Yahshua the Messiah, by whom are all things and we by him. It says it all right there. That's in the renewed covenant. Hebrews 1.8. But of the Son, he says, your throne, Yahweh, is forever. All right? Um, I, we talked about Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3, so go ahead and read that. And think about this. Why didn't verse 1 in Hebrews 1 say that Yahweh spoke through his Son to Moses 
Joshua, Jeremiah, Isaiah, etc. No, he said he spoke through Yahweh to the prophets. And the reason he didn't is because Yeshua didn't come into being until he was birthed through, the, through Miriam by the seed of Yahweh's spirit. All right, Titus 2.13. It says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great Elohim. There are a couple other scriptures that talk about that Yahweh is going to come back with fire and Yeshua. Not just Yeshua, but Yahweh himself. It says here, looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great Elohim, which is Yahweh, and our Savior, Yeshua the Messiah. Okay, one more. 1 Timothy 6.13. He says, I give thee charge in the sight of Yahweh and not with or even, but and before the Messiah. I know some English versions have translated this uh, in the sight of Yahweh with or even, bef even before the Messiah, trying to make it seem like that Yeshua and Yahweh are the same. But in the original, the proper translation was and. And so it says, I give thee charge in the sight of Yahweh and before the Messiah, Yeshua. So that gives us much to think about, much to go over, that in the Torah, it says that there is one Yahweh, one Elohim, and his name is Yahweh. And there is one master, one son. So Yeshua is the son of Yahweh. He is not Yahweh. And I know there will be people that will disagree with it because they're under that other understanding. And prayerfully, just like I was, you know, all of a sudden, boom, you know, Yahweh puts words in front of you. You see scriptures and you say, why didn't I see this before? So <clears throat> Yahweh is in Yeshua's word, he, that we may know the only true Elohim, Yahweh, and the Yeshua, the Messiah, Yeshua, the master. So there is Yahweh, the almighty, and there is Yeshua, the son of Yahweh. So it's the son that we are to worship Yeshua as the son of Yahweh, not as Yahweh. And we are to worship Yahweh as the creator. We are to worship Yahweh as the all-sufficient one. We are to worship Yahweh as the provider, as the miracle worker, as the most high Almighty, and not and not worship, or not look at, or think about Yahshua as a God or second person of the Godhead. There is no such thing. He is the Son. 
Yahweh is the Father. He is the Son. Just like I'm a son to my father, Austin. I am not equal to my father. He is greater than me, if he's still alive, but he's not. But same way, if you're a son or you're a daughter, you're not equal to your parents. They are above you. But you are one with them. You are one with them. You listen to them. You submit to them. You obey them. You honor them. You revere them. You cannot be them. So I'll leave you with that. May Yahweh bless you. May Yahweh make his face shine upon you. May Yahweh give you peace. And may Yahweh increase his shalom over your life and multiply it. That all that is in shalom would be upon you. In the power of his name. Father, we thank you for this teaching. Thank you for revealing it to us and opening the eyes of our understanding. And Father, may we chew on it. May we, may we just nourish it, meditate upon it, and keep studying and studying it until we come to your clarity. And Father, we worship you that we will want to rightly divide the word of truth. And Father, thank you for it. Hallelujah. If you want to connect with us, you, we have a Facebook page, Yahweh, uh, Yeshua, Yahshua Assembly. Um, we also have a website, Yahweh, Yeshua Assembly.com. And we have a group, Yahweh, Yeshua Assembly as well. And we just pray that you're blessed. We pray that you are staying warm and that Yahweh would bless you beyond what you could think or ask as we continue to live according to his laws and commandments, as we continue to feed off of the foundation of his laws and commandments in the power of his name. Shalom, shalom. Very good.